Hello, America, and welcome to Firefox News Online. And have a wonderful time doing it. And something like that, yeah. Okay. Uh, hold on a second here. I'm getting feedback already. Darn. That's better. All right, let's try this again. Okay. So I think I'll start with the opening. That would be nice. So here goes nothing. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Sorry, folks, for the slight delay. I had to go turn on one of the studio lights. Uh, Two of the studio lights, actually. One's sitting right next to me. Uh, Okay. So let's see here. Hmm. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the broadcast. Glad you're all tuned in. Are you nice and relaxed? Are you comfy? I know I am. Somewhat. Kind of. Maybe just a little bit uncomfortable because my right arm, I've been dealing with with this for days. My right arm, right here in the elbow joint and right about here, for those of you watching on the video platforms, has been hurting like the dickens days and days and days I have no idea what's causing the pain and I mean it's a sharp stabbing pain I've actually had to resort to the old man rub called Ben Gay you know that stuff that really stinks like oh my god that stuff is terrible but it's a topical analgesic Ooh, god I hate using it my farts smell better than, the, than than that stuff does. But then again, you did not hear that from me. So, welcome to Gunslinger. Watching by way, you know, watching, listening. Sorry, don't mind me, folks. It's been a long day. I didn't even get a power nap in today. Well, I did kind of, but it wasn't enough. I was still setting up things for tomorrow. And I think I got everything pretty much done. I think I got it all set. I added a couple of more animated specials to the mix for the children that might you might have sitting down watching. I'll tell you what, it was worth it. Santa Claus is coming to town, and Little Drummer Boy was added. I just happened to get get a hold of those by sheer accident. I stumbled upon them by 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 sheer accident. I don't ask me how. I haven't figured that out yet, and I'm not going to try. Ah. Uh. Oh, 
Mr. Gunslinger has to step outside. Well, don't don't freeze your buns off, Buster. You know it gets chilly down there in in your neck of the woods, and you don't like the cold. But uh, let me uh, now let me get to some more serious news. I do have uh, breaking news uh, out of my hometown of Peekskill, New York. Um, there has been a major accident. There has been a major accident, uh, and this is on. I believe, if I'm looking at this correctly. Um, I think it's Route 9. can't tell for sure through the picture. Um, I'm going to check with uh, my source on this. Because... Uh, And I have to correct myself. It, uh, it did happen on Route 9. Uh, according to my source in, P- in my hometown, he said it's a uh, possible wrong-way driver. Uh, this was the first call about the accident. Uh, there, uh, current reports show one DOA, uh, dead on arrival, uh, five others uh, sent to the hospital, and at last count, one was airlifted by by copter. Uh, that one was a pediatric case. As more information becomes available, I will try to bring it to you. Um, I hope that m- the source in my hometown will keep me abreast. He said he would, so I'm hopeful that he will update me as. Uh, as we are, as we go along during the course of this evening, um, now apparently it happened uh, on Route Nine by the Hudson Avenue exit. Uh, southbound and northbound both had accidents at the same time. Uh, again, so this is both both north and southbound Route Nine in Peekskill, New York. Uh, are currently uh, tied up uh, by the looks of things due to uh, mul- due to two accidents happening simultaneously, uh, one on the southbound side and one on the northbound side. I'm checking with my source to see if it's still backed up and everything. Um, he, I, the, the gentleman I'm speaking with uh, via Facebook Messenger is a very uh, reliable source. He's also a very nice guy and uh, a cool, a cool person. I consider him a friend. Uh, and he says that uh, Route Nine, uh, both north and southbound, are closed in both directions. So. If you are on Route 9 and you are heading uh, toward Peekskill, either southbound or northbound, uh, please 
avoid the avoid the Hudson Avenue uh, turnoffs. Uh, get off ahead of ahead of them. Um, if you're coming down uh, from the Bear Mountain Extension where it becomes Route 9 at the Main Street off-ramp, get off at Main Street southbound. If you are coming up northbound, get off at, um, uh, oh boy, I know, I, I know my hometown like the back of my hand. Uh, oh, jeez. Uh <laughs> is embarrassing i can't i'm having a, a senior moment here uh, get off uh before hudson avenue get off at the uh south the south street exit if if at all possible uh, but get off before hudson avenue on the northbound side uh southbound get off at main street if you haven't gotten it, it before uh, because if you go, if you try to get off, if you go any further, you're going to be backed up. Hopefully, they're they're redirecting traffic. Let me see if let me find out from my friend if he, if that's the case. Okay, I just asked him, are they redirecting traffic, and where, if you know? So he'll hopefully he'll let me know uh, possibly where they're redirecting traffic because he's keeping uh, he's he's monitoring the situation closely. Um, I will just mention his by his first name. Uh, his name is Brian, so Brian is keeping me up to date on what's happening. Again, a, uh, a there were two accidents that happened simultaneously. Uh, on north and southbound Route 9 by Hudson Avenue. Um, both directions are are closed. You know, I'm ha- I hate having uh, senior moments, uh, but he, according to uh, my friend here, he says that uh, he hasn't heard yet. But according to his uh, uh, the the camera at his at his shop, uh, he's showing a lot of traffic um, outside his his, his uh, business uh, establishment. So um, uh, let me see here. I will use. I'll have to use Google Maps to to try and get some information on this. So, 10566, do do it quickly. I know my town like the back of my hand. I just can't remember locations. Okay. I'm having a a senior moment, ladies and gentlemen. That's, That's the problem here. Um, um, 
right. Uh, if you're uh, if you're coming up on the northbound side, uh, bef- uh, it is advised to get off. Avoid getting off at Hudson Avenue northbound. Your best option before there is to get off. Uh, I'm trying to. Um, Uh, you can either get off at Louisa Street, but my my recommendation would be to um, my recommendation for those of you in peak skill uh, to get off. Uh, at the Welcher Avenue off uh, off ramp on the northbound side. Get off at Welcher Avenue and uh, go up Welcher Avenue to Washington Street, and then take Washington Street into Peaks into in, into downtown Peekskill if you need to get there. Uh, again, your your best option for southbound before Hudson Avenue, and I am doing this uh, via Google Maps because as much as I would, I, I love to brag that I know, I know my hometown like the back of my hand. Uh, sadly, I'm having a senior moment, which is not fair. Uh, get off at the Main Street off-ramp on the northbound side. When you get off at Main Street, uh, you're going to make that immediate left, and that will take you up onto Main Street itself. Uh, by the over right near where the inn on the Hudson is located used to be called the Peekskill Motor Inn back in my youth so Main Street off ramp northbound side Welcher Avenue safest bet on the northbound side uh, and take Welcher Avenue to Washington Street and from there you'll be able to get to where you got to go um The, the irony of this is that uh, this happened, you know, just moments, not too long before I went on the air, um, and my friend posted the information initially on Facebook approximately less than an hour ago. So just under an hour ago is when this went it went out. So I I am grateful to. Um, I'm letting my friend know.
I just let them know that I'm advising everyone in, in the peak skill that's going to peak skill, either north or southbound. Uh, again, if you're, go, if you're coming southbound and you have not, and, and, you're, and, and you're going to be near, and you're, and you're coming toward the Main Street off-ramp on the southbound side of Route 9, get off at Main Street. As soon as you get off, it's a short exit, so be careful. You get off at Main, you get off the Main Street off-ramp, uh, the second you get all, you, you come to, to where the road crosses in front of you, make that left. You're going to go over the overpass on Main Street, and then that'll take you right into town. Welcher Avenue on the northbound side. Take Welcher Avenue to Washington Street. So when you get off at Welcher Avenue, make the right, go up the hill, and then make a left onto, Welch, onto Washington Street. Uh, you'll know you're in the right place because on your right-hand side, if you see what looks like a New York State armory, you're, you're in good shape. All right? So, again, there has, been an, there has been a multiple accident situation north and southbound side of Route 9 in Peekskill, New York, uh, near Hudson Avenue. Please take my advice for what it's worth and plan accordingly. All right? This is not the kind of thing uh, that you want to you, you, you want to you, you want to get tied up in traffic with. Now, as as a 39 year member of the volunteer fire department, there you know, so, uh, associate member, uh, I know from past experience uh, with car accidents, it can take quite a while to clear to clear up the uh, scenes. It's um, you know, it's it's just the way things the way things work out. So. Please, above all, avoid getting anywhere near Hudson Avenue. Get off at Welcher Avenue on the northbound side, Main Street on the southbound side. You'll get into town just as easy as if you had gone, if you were able to go the rest of the way. All right. And my thanks to Brian uh, in Peekskill for uh, sharing the information with me. He will uh, update me on any further developments as they become available. Um, uh, and even he even said uh, that my advice is on, on getting off North and southbound uh, directions uh, is a good idea, and that they should be workable. So he's going to keep me posted on what's happening, and I am grateful to Brian uh, for for his uh, for, for his uh, assistance in getting me the information. Um, when it comes right down to it, you know I, I don't have a lot of resources, but when you got friends, you've got resources. All right, so I will update you as more information becomes available on this situation. Um, hey, Gunslinger, it's been going. It's been almost twenty minutes now. What happened, buddy? Did you forget that I was here?
I will give you, it's not going to show the accident, but I'm going to give you an aerial view. Um, of the Hudson Avenue area. Let's see if I can find where I where Hudson Avenue is again. Okay. Well, how do you like that? I passed it. Uh, give me a moment, folks. It's right by. It's right in the uh, general area of the train station. So um, here we are. Because uh, according to the image that I'm looking at here, and I will. Zoom in on this a little bit. Uh, it looks like. No, I take that back. That's not. It's not by the train station. It's near the. Uh, it's closer to. Well, I'll show you where it's closer to. I can get a better topographical view here. that is the Hudson Avenue uh, ramp. Uh, let me now put the, uh, I can get this, there we go. Uh, this is from Google Maps. Um, the accident happened right around, right around here on both, uh, on, on the north and southbound sides. Um, the reason I know this is because there's a, see this building here? That's a bakery. And in the picture that um, that that is available, and I I just put that picture up on the board here. Uh, here is the, the the bakery in question. Uh, that is the Lincoln train station. It's a museum. So this is where the this is the accident uh, the accident scene on the southbound side of Route Nine. Uh, again, at, at the same time on the northbound side, an accident took place as well. So there were uh, there was two accidents simultaneous. Um, Cherokee Rose is watching by way of Periscope TV. I do apologize, Cherokee Rose, for not acknowledging you before. 
my humble and sincere apologies, sweetie. I am so bad at, at, at remembering that I should acknowledge the people that tune in faithfully. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, I uh, do have a tendency to forget. Now, I'm going to zoom in just a little bit here. All right, so um, like I said, you've got the uh, the Peekskill, the the Lincoln Depot Museum, and the accident southbound is right about in he, right about in this area here of the Hudson Avenue off ramp on, on the on that side. Uh, I'm guessing at this point that at the same time this uh, the accident happened here, an accident there was an accident on the northbound side here somewhere in this area. So both sides of Route Nine, north and south, are tied up due to accidents. Um, like I said a moment ago, as soon as more information becomes available, I will endeavor to bring that information to you. Uh, but right now, uh, there is nothing more to uh, to share on this. And let me just... Uh, switch my view here. Terrible. I forgot to do that. And uh, Cherokee Rose says, not an issue, you know, as far as not as far as forgetting to acknowledge one of my faithful viewers. Um, You know, she's very gracious. She really is very gracious. Um, her comment in regards to the accident uh, sounds like a very nasty accident. Um, let me let me see if I can put that that accident back up on the board here. Um, I got a trend. I'm gonna have to do this the old-fashioned way, of course. I I lost track of it somehow. Here we go. Now if I can get it to open here. There we go. Zoom in nice and tight so we can see this. Okay. Um, again, this is the southbound side. What you're seeing, ladies and gentlemen, on the video side. This is southbound Route 9 in Peekskill, New York, my hometown. Uh, apparently, this was the the, the southbound side uh, may have been called uh, apparently apparently may have been caused by a uh, driver going the wrong way. And at the same time, that accident took place. An accident took place on the northbound side. I don't have too many. De- I don't have any details on that situation, uh, but according to uh, 
the initial information uh, that I have from my friend in uh, Peekskill. And hopefully I will... Uh, there we go. Let me... Um, go refer back back to this. Uh, again, it was possible wrong way driver. Uh, that was the first call about the accident. Uh, one, at this present time, uh, there, possibly one person uh, dead, on, dead at the scene. Uh, five others uh, went to the hospital at last count. Uh, one pediatric was taken by helicopter. Um, so if you're in, if you're going to Peekskill and you're on the northbound, <clears throat> on the northbound side, get off at Welter Avenue and take Welter Avenue to Washington Street, and then you can get into Peekskill uh, from that direction. If you're coming to Peekskill on the southbound side, avoid going any further than Main Street. Get off at the Main Street off-ramp. It's a short ramp, so be careful. Take it slow getting off, when you get off that ramp. Make that immediate left. Go up over the overpass, and that'll, that'll take you into Peekskill via Main Street. All right? Again, this is a, a very bad, a bad accident on both sides of Route 9, north and southbound. As more information becomes available, uh, we will bring it to you. All right. Oops. And I turn that off now. All right. Um, joining me uh, on the phone lines at three four seven nine four five five seven. Four seven. He carries a three fifty seven Magnum on his side at all times. And he's got slugs for those thugs with the ugliest of mugs. He's known as the gunslinger out of the Lone Star State. Gun, how you doing tonight, brother? Windy here. Sheesh. Wind's thirty miles an hour out there. Out of the north. Er. Wow. Sounds like you're having some fun. Yeah, real fun. <laughs> Gusting the 40, <laughs> I think. According to the weather. How, how, what's your temperature down there currently? 44, but it feels like 33 with wind 30 to 40 mile gust. Right out of the north. Well, the real field temperature is 34, but the actual temperature is 28 where I am. Shit. <laughs> well, can't win them all. So, um, Close that over for a moment and pop this bad boy open. Uh, 
Yeah, apparently, according to the EpicTimes.com, Rudy Giuliani, Trump's lawyer and, and the former mayor of New York City, uh, is not being, they're, they're not, it says that major news networks will not have him on as a guest anymore. Ain't that a hit in the head? Check this out, brother. I'm telling you, it is really screwed up. President Trump's attorney, Rudy Giuliani, said that major news networks, including Fox News, will not have him on as a guest to talk about election fraud any longer. As voting machine companies have demanded retractions in the midst of allegations from Giuliani and others. It's been the strangest experience of my life, he told Newsmax. I'm living in a country with the kind of censorship that I remember as a young child in East Germany and the Soviet Union. <clears throat> Giuliani said that he can't get on ABC, NBC, CBS, and I can't even get on Fox anymore. The former mayor and federal prosecutor said he believes it's because of the Trump team's allegations of voter fraud. The Epic Times has reached out to Fox News for comment about Giuliani's claims. The network, barring Giuliani from appearing on its programs due to voting machine companies, Dominion voting systems, and Smartmatic's demands to news outlets that they issue retractions, Giuliani, meanwhile, was named in a lawsuit filed by Dominion security official Eric Coomer. Defendants, by their actions, have elevated Dr. Coomer into the national spotlight, invaded his privacy, threatened his security, and fundamentally defamed his reputation across this country. Coomer's lawsuit said it also named Newsmax, one American news network, the Gateway Pundit, lawyer Sidney Powell, Trump's campaign, and others. Newsmax on Monday aired a two-minute video that attempted to clarify claims that were made on the network about Dominion and Smartmatic. Newsmax would like to clarify its news coverage and note that it has not reported as true certain claims made about these companies. Newsmax, John Tabaco, I think it's pronounced tobacco, I think it's more, more like pronounced tobacco, but I'm not going to, I don't want to, you know, insult the man. Giuliani and Trump's legal team are continuing to file lawsuits and are still trying to persuade state legislatures in key states to overturn the election results. Earlier this week, Trump's campaign filed a legal challenge in the Supreme Court to reverse three cases decided by the Pennsylvania Supreme Court that illegally changed the mail-in ballot laws immediately before and after the 2020 presidential election. They said the court violated Article 2 of the Constitution and the 2000 Bush v. Gore ruling. 
The former mayor said the Pennsylvania lawsuit will be the first of many new ones. I remember an old adage that I learned from baseball, said Giuliani earlier this week in an interview about the suits. When you're down by 10 runs and you can't score 10 runs on one hit, so you got to get one run at a time. So that way, I look at it, so the way I look at it, we have to win one of these legislatures. I think we have three good ones to pick from, Pennsylvania, Georgia, and Arizona. Now, this uh, lawsuit uh, by Eric Coomer, uh, who's with Dominion, Se- Dominion Security, uh, is going after Fox News. They're going after Newsmax, One American News, the Gateway Pundit. Sidney Powell, the uh, former attorney on the Trump legal team, Trump's campaign, and others. So it's like, whoa, back up the bus, Gus. A lot of these news outlets, uh, as far as I know, use the term alleged which covers their ass. Okay? Now, broadcasts like, like mine, you know, I'll, say, I'll, I'll use the word alleged when, it, when it's written in, in a news item that I'm going to ha- share for, uh, possible dis- you know, for discussion at any given time that I do that on this show, which we do. Uh, I'm just reading what they put out. Okay? And bringing it to the table for discussion. Simply put, if they write alleged voter fraud, then I have to read it as written. Why? Because I want to cover my ass. But here's another problem in this lawsuit. They're forgetting there's something called the First Amendment. And right after freedom of speech is freedom of the press. So if smart if Dominion Securities Eric Coomer is uh, suing um, because of claims that the news outlets elevated Coomer into the national spotlight invaded his privacy threatened his security, and fundamentally defamed his reputation across the country. Um, It's been my experience, Gunslinger, that those who cry foul oftentimes have something to hide, especially if if they're, you know, the kind of person who has had bad press due to similar actions. What do you think? What do you think of this situation? 
Well, I'd say, you know, the, the, it's always boils down to ye who squeals the loudest is usually the guiltiest. So you know these people are guilty, the Dominion software, all that shit. They're just they're just trying to cover their ass is all they're doing. Okay, that, that's just it's just a cover job. Okay, on their part. Uh, was you expecting them to say, yeah, we did it. Our software, you know, stole the election, or we had a good hand in it and everything. But no, they ain't gonna admit to that. You know that. Okay, so they're trying to do everything. You know, let's see what we can do now to. You know, to soften the blow, maybe the maybe the dumb fucking people out there will fucking believe it. You know, and they're pretty dumb out there. You know, no no doubt about that. So, I don't know. You know, it's uh, I think Giuliani he was a good mayor of New York, wasn't he? Before it went south, sour, to shit. Mayor Mayor Rudy Giuliani was the is he is the former mayor of New York City. Uh, when nine eleven happened, he was he was he was dubbed. America's mayor because of the way he handled it. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. I remember America's mayor. I guess, yeah, that's him. Okay, yeah. So he he was he was a hell of a lot better than the idiot you got in there now, obviously. <laughs> but um, you know, it, it's it's unfortunate, Gunslinger, that you know news outlets. You know that that the decent ones are being crucified by com- by a company and its representative for reporting the news. And if this Eric Coomer wins his lawsuit against them, that's going to set a bad precedent. That means that outlets like Newsmax, One American News. The Gateway Pundit, Fox News, well, I care less about Fox News, really, but you know what I'm saying. The right to the freedom of the press under the First Amendment is going to be severely compromised. And I'm sorry, but I, 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 any, any court that gets their hands on something like this needs to throw this the fuck out. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree 100. percent They need to throw it out. But look at the look at the election lawsuits that went through a bunch of the courts. They just, you know, pooped and pooped on it, and you know, they didn't do anything to it. All the way up to the Supreme Court, fucking traitors. Okay, not all of them, but the ones that went against it, them fuckers are definitely traitors, no doubt about that. So, what does that tell you about the judicial system? Does it suck? Yeah. Okay. When you have judges like that, and that all goes all the way up to the Supreme Court, you know, most of them, I would say, are liberal, okay, Democrats. And this is the way they, this is the way they swing, okay? They always swing to fantasy world to, you know, oh, well, you know, if it works in my mind, then it'll work in the real world. Well, no, it don't work that way, dumbass. That's why you're a dumbass. But they're in positions of judges and stuff like that. That wow, I you know that's 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 a bad situation. Whole damn thing needs to be scrapped and started all over again. Good. Uh, 
Well, I think, uh, Gunslinger, also the, the, the harsh reality is um, that we have a system, we have a judicial system that does need repairs. It needs fixing. There's no doubt about that. But if the Democrats had their way, it would, it would, every court in America would lean in their direction only. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You bet. And then conservatives going to a, to a, to a, to court, you know, to get restitution for, you know, for, you know, for something, you know, in a lawsuit or uh, are wrongfully accused of, of something or whatever the case is, what's going to end up happening is they're going to be the poor schleps that are they're sitting there, and they're going to get crucified in the courts. They may not get crucified in the court of public opinion, but in the in the actual court system, they could end up getting <laughs> royally screwed if the Democrats get their way. But I think it's it's a foregone conclusion that if the state of Georgia runoff uh, sees uh, Purdue and Loeffler winning their seats, uh, the Senate side of Capitol Hill will definitely uh, remain uh, Republican-controlled. And if that happens, well, anything that sleepy, sleepy did, ditzy Joe wants to do <laughs> could easily get scuttled. Which I'm counting on on, on on a Republican victory uh, in the Georgia runoff. So let's hope for the best. Hey, buddy. Yeah, I mean, uh, you better hope for the best, and you know that they do get you know the Republican win and everything. Because I'm telling you, this is I've never seen such a path of destruction that the Democrats are on. Uh, they're just totally destroying this country. Everything that uh, Trump stands for, they want They want to destroy it. It's like, well, what the who, where the fuck are you living at, you dumb fuck? you got to live here, too. I'd rather you not. I'd rather you fucking jump ship to maybe go back over there to some of your commie country that you fucking come from. Sorry, bastards. But... I mean, don't they think that it's not going to affect them? Oh, yeah, that, that's what they think. Because remember, in their fantasy mind, everything's perfect. They're, what they're doing is just, just absolutely great. I mean, when, when in reality, it's actually hurting. It's doing the opposite. Okay? It's like putting, like putting a fire out with fucking gasoline. I mean, you know, it just keeps, the fire just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. You know? Go ahead. And uh, speaking as a volunteer fireman, I can safely say, yep. Oh, no doubt about you, that. You just, you just said volunteer fireman. Okay. <clears throat> I was watching a, uh, a YouTube video a while ago earlier, and it showed um, these firemen at a, at a training situation where they catch this big old thing on fire, and, you know, I think it's like an aircraft, you know, crashing or something, whatever. 
But somehow, at this training facility, okay, this is actually where they train firefighters at, somehow they got their 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 hoses crossed, okay? So they said it was something in the in the mixer valve or something of the of the water and the and the jet fuel supply for something. Instead of squirting water on the damn thing, they were squirting jet fuel on it. They were sure squirting the shit, and the what? flames were just kept getting bigger. Are you serious? Yeah. I am serious. No shit. Oh I'm going. You, you got to be kidding me. They said it was some That's mechanical because they say. They save the water, or they redo it, and it goes in this mixer valve. However, it did it, but they was they were saying, "Oh my God, the flames were just—they couldn't put it out. They was shooting gas was on like, the damn thing." Like transfer valve. Yeah, some type of mixer valve or something was jammed, or that's what they found out. But initially, within you know a minute, they were shooting fucking jet fuel on the damn thing. <laughs> well, <laughs> on a pumper. And I'm a little rusty on this because it's been a long time since I've been alongside a pumper where I could actually see the uh, the, the 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 various controls. But as as memory serves, and hopefully it serves me correctly here, uh, a transfer. If if this happened with a transfer line, then somebody hooked up the transfer line to the wrong thing. Thus pumping. I got it. Wait, wait a minute. I got it. Don't see it. I got it. You hang on. Let me let me open up the chat room in the in my laptop. I got it. You can sit here and watch it. Watch it. Only two minutes and thirty seven seconds long. Let me open up the, my laptop here. Pop in the chat. Oh room. shit! I'll I'll put that sucker up on the video feed. Are you kidding? <laughs> I will be very crazy. quick to let everybody see that one. It happened seven years ago, but still, it's uh, seven years ago, but still, it's it's an incident that really should not have happened at all. Shouldn't have happened at all. It's crazy. Oh shit! Sorry, that's that that one snuck up on me out of nowhere. Okay, we're good. While you're looking for that. Uh, I'm I sure found it. Huh? I found it. I just got a sign in the Mixler on my laptop. Thing. You're signed in the Mixler. Yeah, but I'm not signed in to Mixler on my laptop. Oh. You clear the cookies or that shit out. You, know, you got to re-sign it on every browser. You know, it's because I'm operating on a different browser on this one. Uh, yeah, then there's that. <laughs> okay, there it is. There it is right there. A, All right, let me open this puppy up. And I don't believe I did that. Thank you. Now, let's see here. <clears throat> Yes, it's seven. It's a seven-year-old video, but I think you'll find it most interesting. Uh, we'll the audio on it. There's really no need for that. Um, 
me see here. Bear with me, folks, while I try to fix this. There. Now let's see here. Picture into picture. That's cool. Move that over. And now... Now, this happened seven years ago, according to what Gunslinger was saying just a moment ago. And... Uh, excuse me. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go back on this, maybe. Okay, I'm not going, I, I can't do the audio thing, folks. This is from a, um, a news report at the time. Let me see here. All right. Now this apparently this was from the port of Seattle uh, back on October 25th, seven years ago. Now uh, that would appear to be I'm a, a pump a pumper vehicle. See, I hate when they when, when this happens. I want to see the actual deal. All right, now they're t- they're pulling they're pulling the hose off off the back of the bed uh, of the apparatus. Now in in comes um hold on a second, get your finger out of the lens there, dude. What the hell, man? I'm going to wind back just a little bit here because I want to try and get the uh, there was an apparatus that came in And if I'm seeing this right, that is a training from a training facility. I'm not sure what that vehicle is exactly, but now that's bad camera work when somebody blocks their blocks their the view. Okay, so where did they get the fuel from? The only thing I can figure is they hooked up to something. Now that... Well, somebody must have got in trouble over that one. If they, if they mistakenly hooked it up to the wrong nozzle. I, didn't even, I wouldn't even think that they would... 
uh, a, a fire hose would even hook up to a fuel hose. That's weird, you know. Obviously, something got fucked up. <laughs> yeah, in more ways than one. I mean, I'm lo- I was looking at that, and it's like somebody somebody got their hoses crossed. No ifs, ands, or buts about that, Gunslinger. Somebody got their hoses crossed. Yeah. Oh, well, hopefully they learn from their mistakes. Hopefully no one ended up dying as a result of that mistake. According to uh, One American News Network, the CDC report, a CDC report shows the mainstream media, the World Health Organization, misrepresented COVID-19 data. <clears throat> Why am I not surprised by that? Well, as mainstream media rhetoric continues to use the coronavirus pandemic to fuel their political agenda, a recent report from the CDC shows their arguments aren't on solid ground. Updated Monday, the CDC's COVID-19 mortality rates show the organization isn't clearly differentiating between coronavirus-caused deaths and coronavirus-related deaths. The CDC claims it abides by the World Health Organization's guidelines when reporting causes of deaths, namely by using the international statistical classification of diseases and related health problems, 10 edition or ICD-10. The World Health Organization created two classifications for coronavirus deaths, U07.1 and U07.2, to account for the number of cases where a clear cause of death is not able to be determined. U07.1 is meant to be used in cases where a lab was able to confirm the virus was the true cause of death, whereas U07.2 was for all other cases where COVID-19 was just part of a diagnosis. Aha! The American Academy of Family Physicians pointed out the CDC only adopted one category, U as in Union 07.1, but classifies all coronavirus-related deaths under this code. They said this leaves room for interpretation when to use the code, which leaves physicians without clear guidance. Uh-oh. The CDC is... Vital Statistics Reporting Guidance Report doesn't provide much clarity, including defining the underlying cause of death as either the disease or injury which initiated the train of morbid events leading directly to death or the circumstances of the accident or violence which produced the fatal injury. Some coroners, however, are finding the broad description difficult to manage and report they are being expected 
to classify any death by any cause as coronavirus-related if the patient had or was presumed to have the virus at any point before their death. Hmm. Brenda Brock, excuse me, Brenda Bach, a coroner in Grand County, Colorado, said they were actually gunshot wounds. The people had tested earlier in the month for COVID, and because they did have COVID, our state health department is listing them as COVID deaths. For any patient, regardless of whether or not they were exposed to the virus, or even tested positive for the virus themselves, there are multiple avenues by which a doctor can apply the U07.1 code. The code is applied in some cases, even when other factors are present, most notably influenza or pneumonia. In these instances, the CDC created a new classification of mortality known as PIC. From February through the first three weeks of December, there were 411,477 deaths due to either pneumonia, influenza, coronavirus, or some combination thereof. Of these, 288,287 deaths were coded as diagnosed and confirmed COVID-19 caused deaths. Nearly 140,000, however, were said to have been possibly or probably due to COVID-19 and thus received the ICD-10 designation. In light of the overlap, mainstream media outlets have been reporting even higher death tolls. On Monday, when the CDC had less than 290,000, the New York Times reported 323,002. On that same day, NBC reported 323,012, and CNN reported 322,765. Despite repeated warnings from the CDC posted all over their website, and included in their data sets, the media has taken these numbers and used them to fit their agenda. Including perpetuating theories, doctors have begun to pick and choose who, they, who to treat to try and keep the death toll down. So the mainstream media decided it was going to do all these things Uh, just a letter, just to update everyone before I uh, do the discussion on this story. Uh, my friend in Peekskill, New York, uh, just uh, messaged me on Facebook saying, 
Looks like a wrong-way driver was the, the cause of the accident so far. Um, trying to get information as regarding to the accident on the northbound side. So we'll see if uh, my friend has anything on that while I wait for that information. So Gunslinger, the mainstream media, as we're painfully well aware, uh, uses anything and everything to fear monger and to fit their, uh, their masters in the Democratic Party uh, agenda. I say masters in the Democratic Party because their their talking points, their propaganda, come is the same shit that the Democrats have been spewing. So, how can I know that they're, that saying the numbers don't lie? You know, I mean, come on, really? They actually actually inflate the numbers or manipulate the numbers to suit their their narrative and or agenda, to fear-monger, and yet they accuse conservatives of doing it and conservative outlets of of doing the same stuff when, when we actually have gone the route of saying these numbers do not add up. How many times have I said that on this show, that they don't add up, that they don't make sense because of all the mistakes made in in the early going? And, of course, add insult to injury, all of these doctors and other healthcare uh, uh, professionals uh, coming forward and saying that, they were told if the person died of a heart attack, they died from COVID. If they died of, a, uh, of an aneurysm, COVID. Whatever they died from, they died from COVID. They were told to literally fraudulent, to make a fraudulent death certificate out because it involved money. So all of this that's happening with, with you know with, with the media and what the CDC is is saying now. I mean, at what point do we say to the mainstream media, "Go fuck yourself"? You're a lying sack. You're a bunch of lying motherfuckers. Especially Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, the New York Times, the the Washington Post, the Huffington Post, and all other liberal leaning, left left leaning weirdo fuckheads. Go ahead. <clears throat> well, <laughs> they're out to get the biggest bang for the buck is what they're out to get. I mean, really? I mean, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, they'll they'll say anything. They'll lie. They'll cheat. Ooh, wait a minute. Democrats do that too, don't they? Uh, they'll steal from each other their, their brownie points, their ratings. I mean, this is a – they just like eat themselves. 
as long as they get that get that rating, which is which turns into money. Okay, because the more people you get to listen to X station or A station or Z station, is the more advertising they get to fucking throw in, and uh, and the more money they make. Okay, so they you know they know exactly what you're what you're watching, when you're watching it, and at what time you're watching it. And I'll give you a good example of this. Remember I told you I found those earbuds last last night, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. When I went when I walked went to Walmart to check out uh, to check them, you know, check it out to see how much I thought they were like maybe ten, fifteen dollar, you know, earbuds or something, buds or whatever. My God, you know how much they are? About two hundred bucks. On a separate note. Uh, bingo. Uh, they was you on sale for two hundred. Yeah. There was originally 260, but when I went back to Facebook, within, well, probably from that point for the next two hours, I seen six advertisements for Apple earbuds. How did how did Facebook know? How did how did they know? So that means they're tracking you, okay? So if they track you on the internet, you don't think they track you on this on these news stories and everything? I mean, I was going up just just looking down Facebook, you know, in the main deal there, and just about every ten or twelve little stories there. Oh, earbuds, uh, Apple. I'm going to hide hell, uh, you know. <laughs> I didn't have nothing to do with that on Facebook. Didn't even say nothing on Facebook, no nothing. But boom, that advertisement was there. So you see, they're all tied in. It's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. Uh, nothing surprises me anymore. But. Uh-huh. In regards to this story with the CDC and all, Cherokee Rose, uh, watching by way of Periscope.tv, says, yep, skewed numbers. Wow. Numbers. I'm not shocked. <laughs> that makes that makes two of us, Cherokee Rose. That makes two of us. I mean, I, I'm not shocked. I'm not surprised. <laughs> In fact, you know, nothing at this point surprises me when it comes to the mainstream media. Because what have they done? In the very beginning, all right, in the very beginning, here's the thing. Remember, Gunslinger, in the very beginning of this pandemic, they told us about the number of cases, the number of people recovering, and then the number of people that died. Well, somewhere along the line, it went down to two things that they would tell you about. They would only tell you about the number of cases and the number of deaths. Well, what happened to that third option, the number of people that recovered from coronavirus? I guess that's not newsworthy enough for them. Good news doesn't make for good reporting, I'm guessing, with these outlets anymore. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, obviously not. I mean, you know, they don't. I mean, that's that's too good of it. That's too good of an information. Oh, actually, people are actually surviving it. Wow. Why why doesn't that make the main page, the mainstream up there in the front? You know, number one headline. Headline. Look at the number of people that are surviving. No, they got to go to the doom and gloom shit. 
oh, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's rising in this state, and, you know, they're going to do this, and they're going to do that, and shut down this, and shut down that. Uh, just the opposite, isn't it? <laughs> Strange. Go ahead. Well, it, it's it's like somebody, you know, it's like it's like someone once said, sensationalism sells papers. Okay. Yeah. So sensationalism, shock value, gains supposedly gains ratings when it comes to the TV and radio market. But nobody's really watching MSNBC much anymore. They're not watching CNN, and people are literally dropping at the, dropping away from Fox News at the drop of a hat because of what they've done in recent months. So I guess the shock value isn't working for them anymore. And by the way, uh, in regards to what you said about those earbuds, uh, Cherokee Rose said, you know, with the advertising and all, Cherokee Rose says, happens to me too, talking about buying something, it pops up on Facebook advertising. Yep. Yeah. Now check this out. I have this gizmo um, the box though. Oh, there it is. It's like a it's a flexible device that you wear on around your neck and you mount your your cell phone to it so you can do selfies and of course uh broadcast use it to send video and so forth. Uh, from the back, from the back face camera, and I saw the same thing on Facebook advertising from Walmart, the very store that it was purchased at. Funny thing, though, yep. you know, I didn't buy, I didn't pay for it; someone else did. Basically, like a uh, like a Christmas gift. Early, but Christmas gift nonetheless. So to see that come up on Facebook was like, you've got to be shitting me. Oh, and and by the way, yes, they do track on advertising because I went to eBay to look up something for. Uh, you know, to look up audio mixing boards, like the one I have here in the studio that I hook my microphones up to. Well, guess what? I went to Facebook not even 24 hours later, and guess what showed up on the advertising? The very thing I was looking up on eBay. Talk about ridiculous. And people wonder why I want to get away from Facebook as far as doing a whole lot of things. <coughs> I mean, I use, I, I'm use i using Facebook more sparingly now than I've ever done before. 
I had a couple of friends of mine message me, and I didn't see their message for like three or four days. At least they thought something happened to me. So they contacted a friend of mine who has my cell phone number. That person called me up, and they said, are you okay, George? Is everything all right? A couple of people, some people on Facebook haven't heard from you for a few days, and they're worried about you. I said, do you know who they were? And he told me who they were, and I messaged them privately. I said, I'm okay, nothing to worry about. I'm still alive. Isn't that, isn't that just terrible? I'm still kicking. I'm still breathing. I'm still walking and talking. See, I can multitask. And of course, they, they, you know, they chuck, they, they sent a laughing emoji and stuff. But, you know, it, it's, it's a shame that, you know, we have to resort to alternative uh, social media outlets to get away from Facebook's literal nonsense. I had a friend of mine, uh, I was talking about uh, Parler. I, w- I was talking about, I mentioned Parler as an alternative to Twitter. And a friend of mine said, Parler sucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, everybody's entitled to their, to their own to their opinion. Personally, I don't think it sucks. <clears throat> Another friend of mine said that MeWe and all these others aren't going to make a dent in uh, Facebook, but yet people are leaving Facebook at the drop of a hat for other alternative sites because they're sick and tired of Facebook jail, censorship, and all that other shit. Now, Cherokee Rose says that, yeah, Facebook sucks now. I see same posts in my feed all day long. Yeah, well, the the new setup that they they have, the new interface, it looks more like the cell phone interface, which is really disgusting because now you can't if you want the latest in your news feed, you're getting stuff from 3 and 4 days back mixed with recent stuff. So trying to find the recent stuff and narrow it down, you got to scroll through tons of bullshit, advertising and all, just to get to what you were trying to find. And Cherokee Rose is saying that uh, she likes Parlor. Uh, she goes there every day. So do I. I make it a part of my morning ritual. And Cherokee Rose, her last comment was, yes, a lot of her friends have left Facebook. Can you blame them? The most I use Facebook for nowadays, uh, with the exception of that accident in my hometown, is 
to post the links for the show. I don't know, man. Just crazy. All right. Moving right along. Now, check this out. We were talking about the CDC and the COVID stuff and everything. This, I think, was it you that posted this? Um, let me see here. Just to double check on something here, real quick. Uh, yeah, you posted it in the in the in the FFNO News and Topic Room on Facebook. This item from Fox Five, Washington D.C. Eighty-two-year-old COVID-19 patient beaten to death at hospital in Lancaster, according to deputies. Now check this out, folks. This is horrifying. An 82-year-old man was beaten to death inside the Antelope Valley Hospital in Lancaster, according to deputies. The Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department responded to a call from the hospital on Thursday, December 17th, around 9.45 a.m., Deputies say the elderly man was getting treatment from the hospital for COVID-19 symptoms and was staying in a two-person room with the assault suspect, 37-year-old Jesse Martinez. According to the Los Angeles Sheriff's Department, Martinez became upset when the 82-year-old patient started praying. The suspect then hit the elderly man with an oxygen tank immediately killing him. Martinez is being charged with murder, hate crime enhancement, and elder abuse, according to the Los Angeles Sheriff's Department. He is being held on $1 million bail. The man and the suspect did not know each other prior to staying at the hospital. Kill the man for praying. My God. Sick people in this fucking world. What do you say, Gun? Well, yeah, you said it. There's some sick motherfuckers out there. Told you that for a long time. My question is, why wasn't why wasn't there a cop watching this guy? Okay, where was he? Uh, why wasn't he handcuffed to the bed railing or something? Okay, uh, you know that. Well, he wasn't you get a suspect at like that, that point. Well, he wasn't a suspect. Oh, okay. No, I, I thought he was a suspect. So. He, he didn't become a suspect until until he actually killed the elder, the eighty-two-year-old man. Oh, okay. What had happened was he was the eighty-two-year-old man was put in a two in a two-person room. Okay. <clears throat> Oh, okay. And the only thing, the only thing that this this poor man was doing was praying. And this this guy, this Martinez guy apparently didn't like the fact that this guy was praying, so he hit him with an oxygen tank, killing him instantly. Hey, 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 hey. 
Does that surprise you? Fuck no, the fucking dumb fuckers. I mean, they can create. Like I said, they these you want people wondering why you know people like me carry a gun. Man, you don't know who you're gonna come in contact with. I mean, jeez, wow. Yeah. Oh, but remember, right he died. Here, he died. Jesse Martinez. Yeah. Well, it says here that Jesse Martinez, according to the sheriff's department, became upset when the 82-year-old patient started praying. That's the only reason he hit him with the oxygen tank, because the guy was praying. Man, if I was the judge uh, on, the, on, the, on, on bail, I would have said, I, I would have turned around and said, no bail. Fuck that shit. That's, this is nuts. I mean, what, is the, what has this world truly come to, Gunslinger? I mean, honestly, this is... I hope they throw the fucking book at Martinez. I really do. It, sadly, this, this poor man lost his life, and all he did was pray. And that upset this guy? Was it? I mean, if you get upset because someone's in the in the same room with you and and, and he's praying, dear God, what would you do if, if the man actually said "Merry Christmas" to you? Set him on fire or something? What? Jesus. That, Unbelievable. That wouldn't be, that wouldn't be uh, surprising. I mean, these people, like they, they get set off at the least little thing. Okay. I mean, I what is it? Something in the air they're breathing or the water they're drinking? Probably both, I imagine. But to, to do that to a helpless eighty-four-year-old man, and this probably guy, this guy was probably younger, a lot younger. Okay. That's just, these people need to be took out and, well, you know, <laughs> worse than horse whips, you know what I mean? Go ahead. Yeah. Well, check this out, Gun. Wasteful government spending galore in Dems' omnibus bill. According to One American News Network, here's what, here's what they're coming up with. As he pushes for more relief in the coronavirus stimulus package, President Trump is calling for wasteful items to get cut from the year-end spending bill. As Americans struggle to put food on their families' tables and to keep a roof over their head, they can rest easier knowing the the Jordanian border is more secure. At least that's the suggestion from D.C. bureaucrats and lobbyists who combined a $900 billion stimulus package with a $1.4 trillion omnibus spending bill. From foreign spending to Democrat socialist agenda items, the nearly 6,000-page bill is filled with hundreds of billions of dollars in questionable spending and allocations. And it really fits into the scheme of things Politicians like it. Former Congressman Dr. Ron Paul, 
Republican from Texas, stated, if they're warmongers, we just run up the tab. And if the people just want more welfare, we just run up the deficit and take it and print it. The massive spending bill includes $500 million for the Kingdom of Jordan to enhance their border security and armed forces. Additionally, it includes $250 million for enhanced border security in Lebanon, Egypt, Tanzania, and Oman while defunding America's own border security. The bill slashes funds from immigration and customs enforcement while maintaining the status quo at the U.S.-Mexico border. Furthermore, it includes $33 million for so-called democracy programs in Venezuela, as well as $10 million for so-called gender programs in Pakistan. Trump emphasized that Congress found plenty of money for foreign countries, lobbyists, and special interests, but they sent the bare minimum to the American people who so desperately need it. As the bill helps push the liberal agenda abroad, it does the same here at home. It will spend roughly $35 billion of U.S. taxpayer money on so-called climate change interests as well as to promote diversity in the workforce with a focus on the intelligence community. The bill also includes funding for a woman's history museum and a national museum of the American Latinos at the Smithsonian. While the legislation racks up significant national debt for the American people, $231 million will be handed to Sudan to help the country pay down its own national debt. Free money for everyone, they cry, and yet if free money were the answer, if money really grew on trees, why not give more free money? Questioned Senator Rand Paul, Republican from Kentucky, why not give it out all the time? While there is some funding for vaccines, child care, and small businesses, it seems the American people, who will get just $600 each, are footing the bill of a massive pork-filled spending bill. First of all, <laughs> let me go back in this a little bit here. Uh, $33 million dollars for so-called democracy programs in Venezuela. Okay. Right. And we have people in this country that are they're struggling every day to, 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 to survive when, they're, when the jobs that they, they have don't exist anymore because the businesses that they were employed by are going under at the drop of a hat. And then, of course... There's the $10 million for so-called gender programs in Pakistan. Who the fuck cares about gender programs in, in Pakistan? I don't. That's fucking ludicrous. Okay? 
they're uh, slashing funds from immigration and customs enforcement while maintaining the status quo on the, Mexico, the U.S.-Mexico border. They, they want to include $250 million for enhanced border security in Lebanon, Egypt, Tanzania, and Oman while they're defunding America's own border security. What the fuck is, is up with that nonsense? Why are we funding another country's border patrol, border protection, and defunding our own? That makes absolutely no fucking sense. None whatsoever. And yet they only want to give the American people $600 each and foot the bill for massive pork-filled spending. You know... I don't blame President Trump for being pissed. I mean, this is insane. Dudzlinger, what do you say, Ben? This, you know, this goes beyond insane. I mean, is there a word that's even worse than insane? I don't know. We're going to have to start inventing new words now. Um, for these these idiots, these fools to do that is is, is mind blowing. Okay, who gives a fuck about Pakistan and the breeding habits of the billy goat? Oh, that's why. Wait a minute. That's probably why they want it over there. Why? I mean, this is this is why why why? Okay. They doing every fucking thing that goddamn dumb fuck Congress and them cocksuckers that are in there, okay, to do everything but what is right. I think I read someplace there, one of them I posted in the FFNO, I think, read number 27. They want a fucking raise on top of it. They sit around fucking the country and they want a fucking raise. Does that make any sense? I mean... What have they done to deserve a raise? They've done, you know, gone after the most, the greatest president in the goddamn history of this fucking country. Okay, promises made, promises kept. Okay, the the one that has turned this fucking country around from the brink of disaster. Okay, uh, where it's respected, where the military's back up where it was, you know, because all the other ones have. Fuck the military, you know, fuck them some bitches. Obviously didn't care. Okay, now it's the most powerful well, it's where it's supposed to be. Most powerful military in in history. Okay? And everything else that President Trump has done. These people are so fucking stupid. I don't see how they get out of bed in the morning. I really don't. I really don't. And oh well, you 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 here you little peon, you just get six hundred bucks. But we, oh yeah, our we live in multi-million dollar mansions and, you know, and all this stuff and have 25 flavors of goddamn ice cream like fucking Pig Losey does, okay? And get, oh yeah, well, you know, we don't have to wear a mask, but you do. Uh, we can take your guns, but we won't arm security. What kind of, I mean, these, oh, wow, 
Beam me up, Scotty. There ain't no goddamn intelligent life left down here. I'm telling you. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Well, Cherokee Rose, watching by way of Periscope.tv, I want to touch on some of her comments. Uh, in regards to the uh, story about the 82-year-old man that was beaten to death, she said, that's sad, 82 years old. Oh, my God, they need to fry this. They need to fry his ass in regards to the, the, uh, Martinez, the guy who killed this 82-year-old man. Couldn't agree I'll with you more on that one, my dear. Cherokee Rose, I'll supply the matches. You supply the lighter fluid. We'll fry his ass. Good there God, you go. That's there sick. you go. Sounds like sounds like a, like like a good plan to me. Yeah, I mean, if the guy, if the guy, you know, if they if if if, if, if they go for uh, lethal injection, screw. Yeah, okay. But instead of the normal cocktail, pump lighter fluid into him, and then better yet, battery acid. Ooh. Ouch. Gunslinger, has anyone ever told you you have some really sadistic ideas? Actually, they have, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> but see, I, but see, I see the, the sadistic shit in this. I mean, this is ridiculous. I mean, these people, oh, we'll just give you the lethal injection. Well, you just go to sleep and never wake up. But the person, and I've always said this, the victim that this person has either murdered or, or killed or raped or whatever, they, uh, they, they, they're not breathing, are they? I mean, these people can be on death row for 25 fucking years, but yet their victim's life is snuffed out in a heartbeat, but they're allowed to continue on. I mean, I, this, is, this is the most ridiculous thing. Whatever these victims or whatever these these idiots that do these heinous crimes, they should die exactly the way that their victim did, only a hundred times worse. Okay? Uh, guillotine? I'd be all in favor of bringing the guillotine back. Okay? Hell, you build it real cheap. Hell, I'll build you one. Hell, I'm, I'm not a carpenter, but I, I can build a fucking guillotine. Okay? Uh, and the firing squad. You know, that was great. <laughs> or even the hangman's noose. Remember what they did back in the old old days, the western days. Remember the old westerns that, you know, back in that single jail and the guy sitting out there looking at that window and he they're watching them building a, a hangman's platform thing, okay? And the entire town was invited. They encouraged you to come. We're going to have a hanging Friday and this is going to be the instead of going to the theater, let's, you know, you're going to have a public hanging out in the square. I guarantee you today that would solve a lot of problems. A lot of problems. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, Cherokee Rose said, well, we know where where that poor little old guy is now. Bless him. And she put a heart emoji in there. And uh, my prayers go to the family of this 82-year-old man. Uh, it's really sad, you know. You know, I mean... Guy goes in the hospital to get treated for COVID, and he ends up getting killed because because of his only crime for that got him killed was he prayed. Yeah. Now, as far as uh, President Trump goes, 
Turkey Rose says, we need Trump. Hashtag America first. We need hashtag term limits. I've been saying that for a long time, sweetheart. I've been saying that a long time. Let me tell you something. The only way we're going to see term limits is they would have to put it on the ballot for the American people to vote on. And you know the the members of Congress that are longtime career politicians, both the Congress and the Senate side of Capitol Hill, will not let that happen. They will not see it happen. And, yeah, I agree. Cherokee Rose says double standard. He's right. And, you're, and, and, and Gunslinger, you are right. There's a double standard in this, in, in this day and age. Yep, it is. You know? I mean, honestly, it's like damned if you do, damned if you, damned if you do, damned if you don't, if you don't, if you if you don't do it the way the Democrats do it, you become a criminal. If you do it the way the Democrats do it, because you don't have the power of a politician or the money or both, you're still a criminal. Where, where's where's the justice? Well, we're just about out of time here on the broadcast, but before we, we wrap it up, Gunslinger, i got something here I'm going to share with everybody, and I'd like you to take a listen to this. I, um, Iggy Mom, I think, shared this, and one other person did. So I copied and pasted it into a Word document, so this way I wouldn't lose it. And I think you'll, I think you'll all will get a kick out of this. Checking out at the store, the young cashier suggested to the much older lady that she would that she should bring her own grocery bags because plastic bags are not good for the environment. The woman apologized to the young girl and explained, we didn't have this green thing back in my earlier days. The young clerk responded, that's our problem today. Your generation did not care enough to save our environment for future generations. The older lady said that she was right Our generation didn't have the green thing in its day. The older lady went went on to explain, back then, we returned milk bottles, soda bottles, and beer bottles to the store. The store sent them back to the plant to be washed and sterilized and refilled so it could use the same bottles over and over. So they really were recycled but we didn't have the green thing back in our day. Grocery stores bagged our groceries in brown paper bags that we reused for numerous things. Most memorable besides household garbage bags was the use of brown paper bags as book covers for our school books. This was to ensure that public property, the books provided for our use by the school, was not defaced by our scribblings. Then we were able to personalize our books on the brown paper bags. But too bad we didn't do the green thing back then. We walked upstairs because we didn't have an escalator in every store and office building. We walked to the grocery store 
and didn't climb into a 300-horsepower machine every time we had to go two blocks. But she was right. We didn't have the green thing in our day. Back then, we washed the baby's diapers because we didn't have the throwaway kind. We dried clothes on a line, not in an energy-gobbling machine burning up 220 volts. Wind and solar power really did dry our clothes back in our early days. Kids got hand-me-down clothes from their brothers or sisters. Not always brand new clothing. The reason I read this, folks, is because growing up in the 70s, I got a lot of my brother's hand-me-downs. Because when you're fighting the ravages of inflation, that's what parents had to do. And if the clothes were in decent shape and they were well-kept, what was the harm in it? Besides, my brother always had some pretty cool shirts and stuff anyway. I could show you a picture of what I looked like going going to get my school, one of my school pictures. I wore a um, kind of like a, a, a dark yellow or orange shirt. I can't really remember the exact color of the shirt with a somewhat wide collar and a zipper to close it up with. I looked like Will Robinson on Lost in Space and even joked about it with my classmates. When I was when I was in when I was a uh, when I was a child still shitting in diapers like the lady like was said in this in this writing mom used to use dispo, used to use cloth diapers because pampers wasn't exactly a, a thing and mom didn't believe in them, even if they were. When it came right down to it, mom washed clothes in a washing machine, but she hung them out to dry on the clothesline. And they, and, and they came in just as fresh-smelling and as, and as nice as if they were done in a, washing, in, a dish, in, a, in a dryer with dryer sheets, the way we do them today. I remember walking to to the store many a time as a, as a kid. I didn't have to get on the bus really because one, the bus didn't go by, didn't come down where I to my house or anywhere near it. So I had to walk everywhere, at least down in town. Made sense. I was a kid. I was young, and I was energetic. So I did. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez wants us to do the Green New Deal, climate change, and all this other stuff. Well, you know what? Let me give you give you all something to think about. I'd like to hear Gunslinger's thoughts on this too, and especially that reading I just did, I just read from. Think about this. Those of us who are of the older generation who grew up in the 60s and 70s 
and dealt with many of the things described in this writing. It was a simpler time, a better time, because we didn't have to use all these high-powered dish washer and washers and dryers. I'm spoiled because I have a dishwasher. But because of my knees and my back, I can't stand at the sink like I used to as a younger man. So I'm very grateful to have that dishwasher. If I could stand at the sink for more than an hour, for more than 10 minutes, without feeling severe pain in my spine, I'd do it in a New York minute. I'd wash my dishes by hand. But I can't. Back in my youth, I could stand at the sink, wash dishes with the, and, and get them washed, rinsed, and in the drain board, ready to rock and roll for the next use. But today's, today's generation is spoiled, deeply spoiled. They don't know what it was, what it's like to wash clothes and then hang them out to dry on a clothesline. Today, because plastic bags are, are not being used in New York, they're reverting back to paper bags. But back in my youth, we didn't have to pay five cents a bag to, get our, to, to, to be able to bag our groceries. Today's youth are spoiled. Spoiled brats. They don't know how very lucky they are to not have grown up at a time when leftovers were just as important as that of having to, of, go, of being able to have hundreds in food stamps to go to the store with and buy stuff every day the way they do now. One last item, and I'll, I'll get Gunslinger's thoughts on all this. Let me tell you something about growing up at a time when you had these simple ways of living. If I could go back in time, back to the days of my youth, I'd rather live in those times with those simple ways of living than to really deal with the way things are today. Because the way things are today are just too damn stupid for words. And one thing's for certain. I remember so well putting paper bags, cutting them, trimming them nicely, and then taping them to the to the covers of my books. Many of my classmates do the same thing. When we were able when we were allowed to take our books home for the weekend to do homework, or during the week we had to do homework 
because we, we respected school property. Not like today where they graffiti everything in sight. They ripped the pages out of books. Although with revisionist history, they don't have to. It's done for them by a government that doesn't seem to give a shit about history. So folks, I'm speaking to all of you that are younger than 50 years of age, the ones that are in their 20s, all you 20-somethings out there. When I hear you complain about how hard things are today because your iPhone doesn't work or your MacBook isn't working right or your SUV won't start or you can't get a, a washer dryer at the, at the laundromat or your dishwasher broke down, my heart bleeds for you. How hard your life must be. How I wish you had it the way, the way I did back when I was a young man. Because I'll tell you what, I'll take my youth and the experiences growing up with, the, with, with life as simple as it was then. And I'll take it over anything you bitch about any fucking day of the week. Gunslinger, your thoughts. Well, you know, it, it is true. It's a completely different fucking time zone. It's, it's a, different, a different world, really. Uh, you know, back when I, hell, you know, we're about the same age. You're only a year older. Uh, I'm back in back in high school, shit, the redneck kids and everything, they they'd have their shotguns and rifles in the back of their pickup windows. Okay, and that fucking parking lot was <laughs> shit. It was three quarters full of pickup trucks. Okay, I never did have a pickup truck at the time. I had a car. I had my shotgun in the back seat there. Okay. On school property, my God, think about that for a second. On school property, a loaded weapon. Holy shit. Teachers didn't, they knew about it. Principals knew about it. Hell, the fucking local cops knew about it. Was there a problem? No. (laughs) Not a fucking goddamn problem ever, ever in my high school. Not one incident, not one nothing. And after school, you know, hell, we'd sit around, you know, out in the parking lot and talk about the guns and all that shit. Fucking, they, like, hell, don't, 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 everybody do that every day? You know, I mean, and, you know, ay ay ay, you know, I can't believe it. You know, I haven't used my, my, my uh, clothes dryer in five, over five years now. I work in the washing machine. By hanging out on that clothesline. Ooh, you mean that clothesline out there? Gee whiz, you know. My old saying is, air's free, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, clothes, that, uh, that dryer costs money. So, I don't know, you know, it's just a completely, these people, if they had, the, the, the kids today, if they had to do it way, the way that we had to do it back then, they'd fucking, God, I think they'd commit suicide. I really would. I don't think they could handle it. I do not think they fucking could handle it okay we didn't goddamn back back then back then we didn't 
We didn't we didn't put our trash in a bag. We put it in a trash can and took it down behind the fucking shop back there and burned it. Hell, I still burn trash out here. I live in the county. Okay. Ooh, no garbage disposal, no no trash compactor. Oh my god! I mean, what? No, oh, what is that? It's like it's unheard of. I, I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> Go ahead. Well. One of the comments that Cherokee Rose posted, I want to save this this one comment for last. But uh, she said, that's awesome. Love it. I'm not sure what she was referring to off the top of my head, but uh, I think it was in relation to the uh, to what was what I was saying. And also to what I read. And she agrees. True. Spoiled. Kids today are fucking spoiled rotten. They wouldn't. You know something? Ask a kid today to go fishing. (laughs) I'm willing to bet they look at you and go, well, where's the fish market? Yep. If I took a kid oh, yeah. today, took him to a to a lake, and told him, "We're going fishing," he'd probably look at me and say, "Where's the, Where's the fishing pole?" I said, "I'll show you," and I'd show him a drop line, fishing line with a hook and a worm, and using a using a good strong stick. They'd look at me like I was out of my fucking mind. I bet. Well, you know, back today, did you ever did did, did you ever go snipe hunting, George? <laughs> go what? Snipe hunting. S N I P. Snipe hunting. Snipe hunt. Yeah, that was back there in the day when when your friends would you know I went out there and hell you know we go out there and hey you want to go snipe hunting? Snipes don't exist. It's just a you know, it's back to day. You know, where, yeah, let's go, find, let's go, let's go get them some bitches. You know, getting the buddy's four wheel drive pickup, go out there in the, in the, you know, out in the field. And man, I was out there. I fell for that one time back then. I said, yeah, well, man. They, my buddy was saying, yeah, the, the studs are out there in that, in that tree line out there. Well, man, really? Wow. You know, armed with a twelve gauge shotgun. I mean, that was a day, man. That was, you know, it was being a kid. It was being growing up. Holy shit! I can't believe the kids today are. Oh, which which style of makeup do I need to do? Uh, oh, my nails! I don't want to break a fingernail. Ooh, you know what I mean? Oh my god! Wow. Yeah. Uh, one of the, one of the comments from uh, Cherokee Rose. Uh, she said, "I love doing that brown bags on books." I think a lot of us growing up uh, put the, use the, reused the brown paper bags from the store. And 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 cut them to to fit the cover and on the books and everything. And a lot of us kids became very very creative and artistic with our books. We wrote what the book was for, what the book was for, on the on the front cover, of course. But we did it with fancy fancy lettering and and all kinds of doodling and everything else. And of course, at the very bottom of the book, in the in the corner would be your name. It's kind of like an artist signing their artwork. 
you know, they're painting or something, you know. And it wouldn't be just the front cover. It would be the side, the the side of the binder, and the back page, the back cover of the book. And man, we we a lot of those kids were creative, and it was fun. And of course, um, Cherokee Rose is getting a a, a a really big kick out of this conversation. <clears throat> One thing I will say for the young people today. When I tell them, well, when I was a kid growing up, you know, you, you know what, uh, you know what my PlayStation was, you know what my <clears throat> Nintendo Wii was, and they looked at me and and they would say what, and I'd go the Atari six, the Atari twenty six hundred, the Atari twenty seven hundred Super System. Or the good old-fashioned pinball machine at the local arcade. <clears throat> as soon as I said the pinball machine at the local arcade, I had this one kid, this one teenager, actually look me right in the eyes and say, Man, you're old. That's like ancient stuff. So what did I do? Not to miss a heartbeat. I looked the kid straight in the eye, and I just went, Well, you young whippersnapper, what did you expect? I'm I'm in my late 50s, you damn fool. (laughs) And yes, Cherokee Rose said the one game that I used to love playing the most, Pac-Man and Ms. Pac-Man. In fact, I learned some of some of the tricks of playing Pac-Man that garnered me some of the best high scores in the neighborhood. We used to have on on Fridays after school, me and my friends would get together at this one pizza shop where they had Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man, and a pinball machine, and we'd start with Pac-Man, and we'd have a we'd have a competition on. On, on on Pac-Man. Of course, we made sure we had money for pizza because the loser had to buy the pizza. And the same thing went on with Ms. Pac-Man. And when it came to pinball, forget it. None of us could beat this one guy. I mean, this one kid, no joke, this guy was like a pinball wizard. So after dealing with him twice, I started playing every chance I got. And I became so good at playing pinball that he and I were were, it was like back and forth. He'd win a, he'd win one time. I'd win one time. I'd I'd lose a couple of a couple of times. He'd he'd lose a couple of times, and it'd be back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, nonstop. Well, let me tell you something. When I said to this one kid, I used to play pinbot. He looked at me and he said, "Is that available for the for the Xbox or or the, or the Nintendo Wii?" I looked at him and I said, "Hell, you damn fool! That's from back when I was a kid, about a thousand, about a hundred million years ago, when the dinosaurs roamed the earth. What the hell are you talking about? That was a freaking pinball machine, you pencil neck putz." 
Needless to say, I didn't make very many friends in, with young people, but I certainly got the best of them because they, they, they knew I was being oh so very, very sarcastic. But hey, I was telling the truth. I was telling the truth. And that's something that's lost on young people. You know, I used to say uh, I would never, I'm willing to bet Cherokee Rose, gunslinger, I'm willing to bet both of you said the same thing I'm about to say. Man, when I get older, I'm not going to brag about, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say anything about when I was a kid, when I was a kid, because I heard it from my parents. Well, when I was a kid, we did, we had, we had, to, we had to walk to school. Uh, hey, real fast before you go there, if you get able to play this clip here, this is basically what it all says about. I, Hank I can't. My, my my computer is not not working right, so I can't oh, play no, clips. No. And the only oh, way I can play it is uh, direct through direct here, and and you won't be able to hear it unless you're listening in the chat room. Uh, Cherokee Rose will hear it. Everybody else well, will hear it. Ever get a, when you get a chance to. If you get a chance that Hank Williams Jr., country boy, can survive, that's exactly oh, what it is. That's exactly what it was. That's a badass fucking chomp. I mean, whoa. I <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Cherokee, Cherokee Rose says, I say, I say it to my daughter, she rolls her eyes. And... That surprises you. Why? I mean, think about it. When I say stuff to my nieces and nephews at the time when I was talking to them all, all the time, I remember one time looking at, uh, my, at, at my nephew David. I don't know if he remembers this or not. Probably he doesn't. But I said to my nephew David, you know, when I was your age, why I start out that any sentence is with when I was your age. I used to hear that from my parents. Oh, anyway, so I, I looked at him. I said, "Look, when I was your age, I used to shovel. I used to go house to house to shovel snow to earn money. What did you do when you were young?" I forget exactly how he put it, but. Um, he didn't shovel side. He didn't shovel people's walkways or driveways. He did something else. Exactly what that was, I don't remember offhand. But I know he didn't shovel walkways and stuff. So I, I just I I am I'm, I'm amazed that I still remember all this shit. That's the irony of this. And Cherokee Rose also thinks that. A Country Boy Can't Survive is an awesome song. And it is. I, I, I'll tell you something. First time I heard that song, man, I couldn't wait to hear it again and again and again and again. And with YouTube, I, one, when I was in my old residence, I put that shit on, turned up the volume, and cranked it. The lady across the hall from me, this one lady that used to live across the hall from me at the time, knocked on my door and said, what's that song? So I turned it down and I let her in and I said, a country boy can't survive. She goes, Hank Williams, start it over again, start it over again. 
Well, I'll talk but about they, it. See, that, 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 you know, the song, you know, like I said, I can relate to that because I had a shotgun, a rifle, and I had a four-wheel drive when I was, you know, when I was that age. So, yeah, I mean, I, I fuck. Shit. I don't know. I don't know if you ever been out four wheeling in a four wheel drive, George. But man, it's fucking god mighty. Nah. I wish I had another. One. I was fucking, nah, I was fucking blast. Four wheeling. That's that's one thing in my life I regret not having done. Man, uh, it's a fucking blast. There's, a, there's a, a few things I've never done in my life. I've I've actually never gone hunting a day in my life, not once. You never gone hunting? Are you serious? Holy shit. <laughs> right hand to God. I swear to God, wow. I have never... I, I've been asked to go wow. during deer season. I just wow. couldn't bring myself to go. Something I didn't... You know, it, it's not... I I really didn't want to. I just couldn't do it. Hunting, for me... What was I going to do with the deer meat? I'd have to give it to the other guys. And besides, I couldn't bring myself to shoot Bambi, okay? I know it sounds silly, but I just couldn't bring myself to do it. Because I didn't you need know, there's to, other... need to live on. There's other forms of hunting. There's bird hunting, quail hunting, duck hunting, geese hunting, rabbit hunting. <laughs> Not necessarily deer, I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, quail hunting around here, I, I never even heard. I never heard of anybody going quail hunting in New York. But um, there was there was one occasion uh, when I was working for, for Con Edison as a security guard. During the outage phase for Indian Point Nuclear Power Plant, uh, one of the guys would be, would be there till 3 in the morning. Well, this one guy looked at me and said, hey, George, listen, uh, when's your next weekend off? And I said, two weeks from now, why? Because I had alternating weekends off. He said, well, why don't you come with me and a couple of the other guys? We're going bow hunting. Now, that actually interested me. For whatever reason, I don't know. But it actually did interest me to go bow hunting. Well, the day we were going to go, I ended up flat on my back with 102 fever and the flu so bad that, it, that, that I, every time I tried to stand up, I, I, I ended up right back on my back again. I couldn't. I, I, I had to crawl to the bathroom in order to use the bathroom, literally. I could not stand up because I, the room would start spinning. That's how bad the fever got me. And I never got another opportunity to go on, on bow hunting because for some reason, there's something about bow hunting that, that piqued my interest. I don't know if it's because of, 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 of using a bow, a, 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 you know, a, a bow and arrow type setup or just, you know, the, 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 the adrenaline rush that it, would, that it would present or both. But no, I, I've never been hunting. I've been fishing many times. I've gone crabbing a lot of times. In fact, my cousin Charlie, we used to go crabbing off the uh, Anzil Bridge in Peekskill. 
we dropped down the, the, the crab baits and wouldn't get anything, really. I wouldn't eat the crabs coming out of the Hudson River at the time. So, uh, But, you know, we did these things. When, you know, I did these things, did stuff like that when I was young. Would I do it again today? Maybe. But I definitely would go fishing. There's one thing I will never do, fishing-wise. I actually got invited to go sword fishing. Fishing for swordfish. On a boat with one of those massive fishing poles. And I said, hell no. With my luck, the pole will come flying out of the bracket. I'll grab it and end up in the drink. No, thank you. I'll pass. Fishing off a pier, fishing in a rowboat for bass, stripers, catfish. Not that big a fish. I'll pass, you know. Well, my friends. It is about that time where i got to wrap it up here. But before we all go, and before Cherokee Rose disappears, I want to say thank you to her for, for joining us tonight and sticking with us. And Cherokee Rose, I hope you will avail yourself to checking out the Firefox News Online Yule Log Christmas. Now, I have an exterminator coming tomorrow. So the time is uh, subject. It's kind of up in the air. It's questionable. But I'm looking to start everything at around 3 in the afternoon Eastern Time. I'll post, every, I'll post the information on Facebook and the other platforms too. But that's about when I'm going to start doing things. And believe me when I tell you, once we get rocking and rolling, it'll be a great time had by all. That means tomorrow night, the Thursday night edition of Firefox News Online is preempted for our annual Yule Log Christmas. And I truly hope that people will tune in and check it out. And if you have a smart TV and you can cast from your computer to your smart TV, cast it to your smart TV and really enjoy it. And so, as we close up shop, Cherokee Rose said this, and I'm going to definitely... Uh, uh, say the same to one and all Merry Christmas to everyone here to everyone watching and, and listening by archives to you and yours a very very Merry Christmas my thoughts and prayers are with all of our military personnel overseas at this time of year and let's remember the true reason for the season. I even wrote an op-ed, which I'm going to be posting the link to um, shortly after I get off the air tonight. And with that, Penslinger, Cherokee Rose, take care. And I will hopefully talk to you again next week. But in the meantime, don't forget to tune in to a Firefox News Online Yule Log Christmas.
I'm George Sinzer, and for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. Y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. And if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. Could somebody please explain to me how I can talk that fast and not get tongue-tied when during the whole course of the show, before I get to that point, this point, I get tongue-tied, my tongue's blocking the eye teeth, so I can't see what I'm saying. Does anybody have a clue as to why that happens? Hmm. Good grief. Uh, thank you, Cherokee Rose. Cherokee Rose says, awesome show tonight. Uh, thank you, young lady. You just you just made my night. You really did. And with that, until the Yule of Christmas, I'm the Soldier Santa, George Sinzer, wishing you all the very best for a Merry Christmas. You are dismissed. Now let me see here. Where is it? Oh, wait a minute. Nope, not that. Nope, not that one either. Um, let me see here. Uh, maybe it's this. Uh, no, no, no. Wait a minute. Uh, click on that. And uh, oh yeah, here it is. The clothing. 